What's good, y'all? This is Lloyd O.P., and you're tuned in to the Rock the Mic podcast, all hip-hop, all the time. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock the Mic podcast, all hip-hop, all the time. And today, very happy to say I'm joined by another fellow Charlotte citizen. My man, Lloyd O.P., is in the building. What's going on, brother? What's good? What's happening? Mm-hmm. I'm, man, listen, I'm very thrilled to have you on the show. If you guys remember um, our first episode with Sofanity, Xavier, um, my man Justin was in the room when we filmed it. I might have referenced him in the video, but Justin's the one that put me on the Lloyd and his music. And I'm very thrilled to be putting all y'all on the Lloyd today. Or if you already know Lloyd, then props to you. But very excited to have Lloyd on the show today. Just how are you doing, first of all? I'm feeling great, man. I'm in my I'm in uh my homie share right now. Shout out Eastside mm-hmm. Brother, also a homie coming out of Charlotte. We coming very soon for everybody, but yeah, so we chilling. I'm having a great day. You know what I'm saying? I woke up, drank some water. I ain't eat breakfast, but I drank some water. So, you know what I'm saying? Got the immune system feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing I did. <laughs> back, back. That's just how it is. Um, but you know what, man? Let's, let's jump right into it. Uh, so when did you decide to start making music? Uh, so for me, music was like, uh, always a thing I loved since a kid. Like I was obsessed, obsessed with Michael Jackson. Like anybody who would tell you like from the moment, from the moment I was like three years old, like it was a part of my daily routine to watch a video of Michael Jackson before Mm -hmm. I start my day, like type shit. Like anybody come to the crib, like I'm putting them on, I'm, I'm moonwalking three years old. Like I'm moonwalking and yeah, so That's I've always loved music. Right there. That is a flex, real talk. Um, but yeah, like me, like I grew up on a lot of soul music with my dad. So like, um, that's a whole lot of Marvin Gaye, Luther, all that type of shit. But, um, oh my bad, can I cuss or not? No, you're, you're good. Sure. All right, bet. Uh, but, um, so yeah, but hip hop was kind of like there, you know what I'm saying? Cause obviously that's the culture we in and i was like mm-hmm. uh, it was a whole lot of andre 3000s Nas, uh jay the first rapper i ever heard was eminem though which is funny but that's, oh, the that's first, everybody that's everybody that's the first rapper i heard yeah um and from then on like i think when i was around like fourth grade uh i was like yo i want to i want to do this but as you get older you know Certain shit changed. I was putting it on the back burner. But then, I mean, like, towards the end of high school, it just came to me. And I was like, all right, I have to, like, really go for it because I feel like I could do something. And, like, even growing up, all my teachers would tell you, like, if it was a school project, I want to record a song or I want to do a rap or even, like, a poem in front of the class. So, like, I feel like it was just one of them things that always followed me. And then, like, I just finally said all right let's do it because i didn't have anything else better to do that i felt would fulfill me so i was like let's do it 
So yeah, so it was like the opportunity presented itself and you just just took it. Yeah, I think that's how it just I think that's how it is with everybody and their purpose. It just come to you. But once you realize it, you like it's been there the whole time. So that's deep. And that's a fact, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Now you got me thinking on this Saturday. <laughs> you got me got my mind going. Um, speaking of getting your mind going, this is such a that was so trash. But what is your um what's your writing process like? You know, do you I always ask people this because it's like everyone has a different way to like approach it, but do you write first or do you do you get the beat first and listen to that and then write after that? Or just like what's your approach? So like it varies. Like, I mean, most of the time I write in my notepad. Sometimes if I want it to mean more, I'll write it down. Or sometimes I try to like go off the dome and write it in my head on like a J type approach. But mm-hmm. um, for the most part, every time I'm getting into recording, I get the beat, listen to the beat. Um, and I just instantly, first, it, I got to feel it. Like if I instantly hear a beat, I know if it's for me or if it's not. And then from there on, I try to kind of like do a little freestyle on it, do it a little mumble to see like if I could get a flow off on it that's comfortable to me, that sounds like good enough to my ear. And if I could do that, then I just kind of, I sit there for a little bit and like the first topic that I get off that I feel is clean that I can elaborate on, I just keep it running until I'm done. If I don't, then I'll probably leave it, come back, or I'll just like get it all together for the most part. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so with the writing process, it's literally, I hear the beat, it feels good, cool. Let me see. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, yeah, I think I can get this off. Then that first line, if I get it solid, I just run with it. And, then and you mentioned concept. you mentioned the J approach. So if you those of you listening that don't know Jay Z, a lot of the time, and I would say probably all the time, doesn't even write anything. And I think Biggie was like that too. Like he just just spit. Um, crazy so story how, that I actually go, go ahead. Um, crazy story that I just came across. Biggie didn't do that until he met Jay. So wow. Jay was doing that, and so uh, Jay's uh biggie's dj who was jay's like manager or whatever i think that was um was that clark kent yes clark kent that's who i was watching when he said it he said he was always trying to put big on jay he's like yo this is the best rapper this is the best rapper and big's like all right bro like stop pressing me Mm. and then finally um i think clark kent he played a beat which would end up being um notorious uh brooklyn's finest yeah and yeah. Big was like, yo, I need to get on that beat. I need to get on that beat. I need to get on that beat. And Clark was like, nah, this for Jay, bro. This for Jay. And like him being, like Jay being his artist, like he was mm-hmm. going to give it to Jay over Biggie, like no matter what. Because of course, that's how it worked for him. So Big was like, nah, I got to get on that beat. And he was like, cool, I'm going to take it to Jay. When Jay recorded, I'm going to let you wait outside. And then after that, I'm going to bring you in and we're going to do it. So Jay records a whole different version of Brooklyn's Finest. He rapping, whatever. And then Clark go, yo, I think Big would be crazy on this. And then everybody in the room like, nah, ain't nobody, Big ain't coming to do this shit. Like, what you mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. And they was like, nah, I could, if I make it work, he was like, nah, because Diddy gonna try to 
throat and saying whole thing with Puff and Bad Boy. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, bro, he gonna try to tax us. We not with it. And then Clark was like, if I get it to work, like we can do it. And Jay was like, if you get it to work, then we'll do it. So he goes downstairs and brings Big in. They said from the moment they clicked up, it was vibes, it was good vibes. They was laughing like they knew each other for a long time. So then Jay go in mm-hmm. and then he just start rapping his verse. No pen, no pad. He just like all that shit. And Big yeah. is sitting in the seat like, yo, where your fucking pen and paper at? And he was like, <laughs> I don't use that. You ready though? And Big was like, oh, nah, like I'm going to have to come back to this. So Big left, and that's when he went to go master it, and he came mm-hmm. back. And from then on, he didn't use a pen and paper. That's a long that's, story that's irrelevant. But. That no, nah, that was actually super crazy. I didn't even I knew, I kind of knew that because I knew Big's relationship with Jay was through Clark Kent, and I think they even went to school together. I think Busta Rhymes went to the same school as them. Yeah, Busta. Um, and X, yeah, I think DMX was there too. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know about the X. But, I think yeah. DMX. Anyway, but um. I even the only reason I brought up the whole Jay not writing anything, I was gonna ask how often do we see a Lloyd O'Bee song that is not written, it's all off the dome, I'll say Jay style. Um, it's very what I will say is that none of the joints that I've dropped do that. I, I typically do it with hooks. Mm. Like with my hooks, I I can make it five minutes okay. spit it. Okay. Uh with my verses, it depends on the feel. Like if I really gotta say something and I feel like it's just like it has to be this way then I do it in my head I will say though we not I don't know we not there yet you don't have to rush it or anything but yeah smoke smoke that beat switch that first part what the fuck is it really special all that that was in my head that was that's the one part actually that I I always am like Mag of packing this gat like it's Halloween candy <laughs> that is like I, I'm like yo <laughs> I had, nice. I remember I was I was standing by the mic. I recorded that part, sent it to my cousins. I was like, "Yo, what y'all think?" They was like, "What do we think?" Yeah, and I was like, "All right, it's go time." But yeah, smoke is smoke is hard. Um, you are pretty much. I was gonna say, you're very passionate about this craft, and I can even tell that just because we just went off on that tangent talking about Jay Z and Biggie and all that. And so that's something that I've always felt, you know, passionate about music. I'm just making a show about it, talking about it. And you obviously have that passion and are making the music. So what I was going to ask was, is making music something, obviously it seems like you want to do it full time. And so that's what I'm going to ask. Is that something that you want to pursue as a full-fledged career? I want to be, I want to be at the end of this shit in your top three. That's a bar. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm really like everything I got. Of course, life hits you and you gotta adjust, but I try to do this as much as I can, bro. Like mm-hmm. it, like if you're not gonna put your all into it, why? Like big, then why are you big doing said, it? Yeah, big said on um uh the sky's the limit. He said, Don't do nothing if your heart not in it. So, like, why? I mean, of course, people do it as a hobby and have mm-hmm. fun with it, but me, I'm I'm really trying to make a statement. Yeah, exactly. Nice. I love that. I love that energy. And I know you told me in five years, this interview is going to be This is going to be an iconic, yeah. I hope so, origin. man. I it hope so. Be, bro. 
Ain't no hope, bro. You got to manifest. I know so. How about that? There you go. There All you right. go. Uh, we did talk about this real briefly when you were mentioning, you know, like the three stacks of the world, the Nas of the world, the J. But is there any, like, specific artists that you could pinpoint as an influence onto your sounds and onto your music as a whole? I'm sure if I say this, you'll instantly be like, of course. Uh, one of my primary influences, the person who I feel like first introduced me, like I told you I listen to Em and Andre and shit, but like as I'm older, like starting to research my own music, like when we're around mm -hmm. like sixth, seventh grade, the person who taught me, oh, like you can manipulate words, rhyme schemes, all that shit, is Kendrick. That's yeah. my favorite rapper ever. Now, I was granted, like a slap in the face just now. I was <laughs> like, I, yeah. yeah. Now, granted, though, like, for one, uh, his approach and how he does it from, and even, bro, it's funny because I'm mentioning Eminem. Eminem is one of Kendrick's primary influences. Mm -hmm. uh, Nas, Jay, like, so, um, but yeah, Kendrick was my main influence. Like, when I first he heard, I remember I heard Good Kid, Mad City, like, I'm not going to say Classic. I was on before everybody. I heard Swimming Pools. I was at Bradley. I heard swimming mm -hmm. pools and I was like, yo, who is this guy? And I don't think he had dropped Good Kid Mad City yet. So I was mm -hmm. going on YouTube. I heard Rigor Mortis, downloaded section what, 80. I was like, yo. Rigor Mortis like, is one, probably the best song on that album, too. So that like, song is crazy. I'm, I went, like, I mean, I would just mimic the guy. Like, I'll go to class, we'd have Freestyle Fridays, and I'll put, like, certain word patterns that he was doing. Then, like, as I went on, like, that's when I started to see where these certain things come from and started pulling from them. But, like, definitely Kendrick um, and, like, the, the big five that everybody mentions, like, Kendrick, Jay, Nas, Big Pac, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, like, yeah. definitely Kendrick. Kendrick is a big one. Um, Andre 3000 is a big one. Outcast is one of my favorites ever um big, you gotta get big boy is flowers too yeah big boy yeah we could get into that discussion i mean andre is my person but like big boy don't sleep on that guy don't he's sleep a on machine. Big boy. he's don't. a machine he is a machine but yeah definitely um but i also have a lot of new influences too like in terms of maybe not anything y'all heard now, but like in terms of like stacking vocals and things like that, like I took a lot of influence from Isaiah Rashad. Um, I can see that. I'm saying I take a lot of influence from R&B artists too, like uh, who I can't even name anybody, like a SWV. I don't know if you know them. Oh yeah, yeah. I I take I think everything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I I take influence from everybody, everything, but. Kendrick is a main one. I want to even say like a Drake and a Travis Scott. Like I study everything and I just try to blend. Like that's the thing about how I approach music. I I get inspiration from other music. So I hear an artist do something. Like I hear Marvin Gaye do in the whole beat. Yeah, and I'll be yeah, like, yeah. I got to do some shit like that. And then like, but yeah, Kendrick M, Andre 3000, Nas, Big, and then Pop. Oh, I'm tripping. Kanye is one of my biggest. Of course. I'm tripping. I am tripping. <laughs> Kanye is one of my biggest influences ever, yeah. ever. But that's so, I don't even have to explain that. But yeah. 
Well, you know, while we're on the topic of artists, influential artists, and, you know, people that kind of mold who we are, um, you're obviously like a, I'll, I'll say like a, like a hip hop historian. Like, I feel like you and I are in that same vein, where it's like, we do, we just listen to the most obscure, most random, like a lot of people, like on fa- taking at face value, like they won't know who Beanie Siegel is, or they won't know who Freeway is, but so is there any artist that's kind of like not necessarily out of left field, but not as well known that you might pull from as far as rap? I mean, you could go into R&B as well. Like I'm a big 112 guy and like, so you could go into any of those fields, but is there anybody kind of like random that I don't, think he's, I don't think he's left field to everybody who appreciates hip hop, but to the mainstream audience, Scarface, um, I, I'm about to leave this interview, bro. I love you so. I'm about to. I'm. I love face, bro. Scarface, bro, and Ghetto Boys, bro. Rest in peace to Bushwick Bill. Rest in peace, bro. Like, man, like that's where I really was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta really um dive into my southern mm-hmm. roots, bro. Um, mm-hmm. Scarface. Uh, I like. I've been lately. I've been listening to a lot of Do or Die. With, um, See, I'm not on Twista. them like that. I'm not yeah, on them like Twista. that. Yeah, I I don't know. It's that they be on some. They be talking about hempology and shit. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I do I like Twista, but I'm not on Do or Die like that. Word, I feel that. I feel that. Um, who else is? Uh, I want to say. I mean, Big L. Come on. That Big dude, L could have been the greatest rapper of all time. Prop, bro. There's this one uh YouTube, like I'm sure you've seen this, but if you haven't checked it out, bro, it was him and Jay Z. This is a ten minute freestyle. Freestyling, yes, yeah. bro. This man, Big L, made Jay sound like an amateur, bro. No cap. Dude, I'm Big not gonna L lie. Was nuts. He was nuts because he had the punchlines, he had the flow, the rhymes, like, bro. I was in a group. Incredible. He was in a group of Cameron and Mace, and he made yeah, both of them look like yeah. trash. Big L just blew everybody time. away. He was ahead of his time, bro. I remember bro. he had a line where it was like, "I wasn't poor, I was po. I couldn't afford the OR," and I was just like, "Oh my god, like, that's a bar." You know what I'm saying? But that's um, crazy. I pulled from everybody. I I I don't know if this is embarrassing to say. It shouldn't be because like hip hop is hip hop, but I really. Um, love, uh, um, fuck, I forgot their name already. What song do they sing? Hip Hop Parade. Oh, um, oh, I'm blanking too. <laughs> it's not it's Naughty by Nature? I don't know. Naughty by Nature, yeah, I blank. I don't know why I blank. Naughty by Nature. Nah, that's not embarrassing. That's a classic song. That's a classic, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, Naughty by Nature. I like. My dad had put me on to. Have you ever heard of the Fushinics? Yeah, the Fushinikins. Yeah, yeah. They song with Shaq. Yeah, bro. Them niggas. I don't really, but I've listened. But anyway, I like. Uh, oh, I like um, Bone Thugs and Harmony a lot. Mm-hmm. They, they, I like. I like back in their harmonizing. Yeah, but everywhere, I, all hip hop, bro. Like. You can pull that's like a um everybody. I don't I got a hoodie with his face on it. You when you said bone thugs, I instantly when you were talking about harmonizing, like I instantly thought of Nate Dog. Nate Dog 
Nate Dog. Like that kind of vein. Rest in peace to that guy, man. Like, of course, dude. He was at like, like even on all the Snoop records, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, bro. He's like he's I, a different without beast, him. Man. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure like Doggy Style still would have been big regardless of who was on it or yeah. not. But he definitely had a great contribution to that project. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to, man. I better not start talking about like the dog pound and stuff like that. I because we'll be here forever. So yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna move on to the next question just because <laughs> we could we could talk about this forever. Yeah, and honestly, whenever on, I'm bro. back in the city, we gotta chop it up. Yeah, we do because this like yeah, this conversation like this that'll just go on forever. But definitely, let's get yeah. into Lloyd OP's music. We could talk about classic hip hop all the time, but let's get into you. So my personal my personal favorite, which we had just talked about a little bit, was Smoke, and that is one of my favorite songs by you if not my number one so let's talk a bit about that you know how did you and the producers for that track come together and what was it like working alongside them and then how did you vote you know like the concept how did that call come together okay so one day i was randomly on youtube and i was like my a lot of my homies was telling me like yo like bro you ain't hopped on no hard shit in a while like you've been doing all these introspective tracks and stuff like that nothing that's out but i was doing a lot of introspective tracks um so i was like all right let me look let me see and then it was this um type beat on uh youtube by a guy named shout out solo oto um he's the producer on that track back and we tapped in now but i found that joint and I remember I was just walking around my my home. I was walking around just mumbling, writing down what I felt like, trying to get the flow right and shit. And I was just going back and forth and it was just flowing. It was coming easy. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. And then I was like, yo, the hook got to be some like shit. Nigga. Bouncy, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, so I was like, what's on? And I got that melody down like in like 30 seconds. I was like, okay, I got to build the lyrics around this. So I did that, got the whole song together. And it was just that. It was just that first part. That was smoke for like a few months. So like I remember I played it for my cousins. They was like, yo, this hard, this hard, this hard. They was kind of like, they wasn't really paying attention. I was like, that's cool. I'm about to sleep. Um, So then I remember I was laying there and then I had heard another beat. It was like that. Um, the second beat was a jit type beat on mm-hmm. YouTube by a guy, AE Beats. Um, and I was like, hmm. So I was mumbling to it. And then that's when I wrote it in my head. I was like, what the fuck is with the And I was like, hold on. But then I had found another beat that I liked too. So I had did that same verse on both beats so one was that one that we have and then the other one was a slower version mm-hmm. i remember i sent both of it i sent both of it to my um to my cousins because my cousins are like my a and r's like they're not i wouldn't say like they hip-hop heads 
mm-hmm. but they know what's hot and they know what's not. So like I right. go to them to see if I'm still like up to date. So they heard it. They was they was choosing the slow version. It was two versus one. Two picked the slow version, and then one picked the fast version. I'm sitting there like I feel the fast version too. I don't know about that slow version. And they was mm-hmm. like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, the slow one hit harder. And I was like, nah. So I went with it and I finished it, get right in. And I was like, hold on. And I was like, I'm telling this story. By the way, by the way, that second verse on Smoke on the last part is a true story. No cap. But anyway. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I wrote that story and I was like, hold on, bro. And I was like, why not tie this with that Smoke joint that I got and make it like. Like a two-parter. A whole thing. Yeah. So really, bro. I'm going to put you on game. I don't think nobody knows this. I don't think anybody care. But the story of Smoke is told in reverse order. So the second part, the second beat, is really the first part of the story. And the first beat is the second part of the story. So first beat is I'm I'm, vic- I'm a victim. Second beat, retaliation. But, yeah. Um, so that joint, the whole process was fun. But um, I wrote that in. March of 2020, we had just got back from uh, school when they sent us back. So I was yeah. like, all right. So I wrote that, did that, and I had it there for just a minute. And I kept playing it, kept playing it, kept playing it. That's what I do with a lot of my shit to see if it still, like, hits the same yeah. or if it loses any type of value. So I just kept playing, kept playing. And I was like, no, nah, I got to have a plot to this. So I was like, all right, I got to get a video. And then that came around. When was that? That was July this year. Yeah, so that took a It minute. was recent, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, I linked up with my boy, A shot it, shout out him. Like, we uh, same community type shit. It just all worked out in the end. So mm-hmm. we got that video. And he came with that because I had a whole completely different vision for the video. But he was like, yeah. nah, bro, let's do this. And I just followed his lead and it turned out how it did. I had this shit on in there too. But um, I was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had got my cousin to do that last minute part where she was like, pop that, and then shake that ass, shit, just to make it more fun. Like, I just wanted it mm-hmm. to be fun overall, but yeah. I definitely wanted to get a point across. But yeah, overall, that's one of the, that's one of the most fun times I've had. But what I will say is with Smoke, I was very like secretive with it. I ain't let nobody hear that shit. Yeah. I wanted it to really like. Just hit hard. Um, yeah, and like my cousin, I'm one of my older cousins that I did play it for. He didn't hear it to the video, and he was like, "What song is this?" Like I've never heard it. He was like, "He feels that one is a sleeper." Like in the future, like they're gonna be like, "Whoa!" I'm telling you, and that's what put me. I'm telling you, and you, actually, I was about to ask about the video, but you kind of answered the questions I was gonna ask anyway. But I did want to say while we're on the topic of the smoke video, that is what. I mean, the song obviously is hard as fuck, but the video is was just crazy and that's honestly what sold me as on you as an artist and that was just i might be looking too far into us but i noticed like the first part of the video you're wearing all red and then the second part you're wearing all blue i don't know if that was done on purpose but i i i peep game i don't know i don't know i'm just saying i i peeped it I that's something I picked up on that's that's all I'm gonna say but (laughs) that I just really I love the video I think it demonstrates the concept 
beautifully and especially if it's a true story and like obviously the second half is more aggressive than the first one and even with the I know you were talking about how you wanted the hook to be a little bouncy and you can even tell in the video when you're holding the camera and you're like going you know you're going back and forth like that I peeped it and I was just like man this dude is loitered man special that's that's all I'm gonna say but you I appreciate it bro of course and we talked you talked about the video I don't know if you were done talking about the video but I just wanted to put that out there but Great video and great song. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate yeah, of course. It. But now let's get into the For the Soul October series. So for those of us that don't know, what is this series and what is the idea and the intent behind it? For the Soul October is a month or so, man. I came up with it last. Oh, no, I came up with it my freshman year, 2019. So I was in a dorm with some home. Oh, so basically, this is really volume two of it. I've done one before. I don't think I was there with in terms of my um, like delivery wise. It just becoming a complete uh, rapper. But I had this one song called Unconditional Love, which was like one of the first songs I wrote when I actually started taking this shit serious. But the original version was weak. Like this, the version that I had on the Fourth of Soul October was like it was great. Yeah. Like it could be better now that I listen and I've kind of evolved, but it was yeah. still there. But from then on, I was like, I remember I recorded that song. The reactions I got from it that time, SoundCloud was still pretty big, and like it did pretty well on there. And all the homies was like, "Yo, I really felt that. Like I needed to hear that." So when I heard that, I was like, "Okay, I want to like just have." a month where we just really get intentional with what we're saying, even though that's mm-hmm. what we try to do in the music anyway, but really like sell it and connect people so that by the time of the next move, like people are soaked in. But yeah, so for the Soul October is just really wanting to it's like show my roots and show mm-hmm. like that I'm, you know, a student of the game first. Yeah. So that's why I'm going back to like old instrumentals and like even the videos. It's kind of like a kind of like a, like a throwback quality type shit. Yeah, like so that when you come back to it, it seems like it was a time period before everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So really just trying to um trying to come with a sharp pen and uh and just connect with people on a lyrical level, like yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, for the solo October, it's just to get personal and just to build build hype, build anticipation, build a connection and have more content out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not a person who really likes to drop like a lot. Like I like to have moments at time so that it lives up in its own mm-hmm. kind of world and has a legacy of its own. But with the well, yeah, solo October. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But with the fourth of Soul October, I want it to just be like I'm constantly in your face and it's like real, like yeah, soul shit, not just no regular, you know. Like we could have fun later, but let me get my bars off real quick, type shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but just having fun and just really getting really showing the roots for sure. So you mentioned that this was kind of this is kind of like part two. Was part one you were also like taking classic beats and rapping on them, or was it just like I wasn't? I kind of just okay. Came, I kind of came up with that as I went on. Uh, 
Yeah, but like, it still has the same concept. Like I was really yeah. saying shit that was on my mind. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, Kendrick's the uh, the Heart series. Okay, that's kind of okay. what like for the show like sober is for me. Just like trying to get my mind, my thoughts off before, you know, I come with shit that we trying to get mm-hmm. get off. You know. Okay. Yes, I, I feel that. But I, on the topic of, you know, rapping on other people's beats, because that's kind of what the Furthest of October is right now. And I love that shit. I love seeing that, just seeing how versatile one can be, but also kind of paying homage to, like, the what came before you. So, so far in the Furthest of October series, we've got you rapping over Jay-Z, Show Me What You Got. We got Kick Push, Lupe. You had Tease. This hasn't came out yet, but you teased rapping over kanye white dress and by the time this comes out there'll probably be another one i'm not sure it'll come out today's the 16th so the next episode will drop on the 23rd so there'll probably be another one so out. it's gonna be another one out there yeah so well first of all can i get a can i get a preview what's what's the what's the beat what's the beat yeah well i mean the episode will be out by the time song drops so i mean technically we no, could be the talking next about that song. oh actually all right cool well that's what i want i want white dress to drop anyway Cause that's a, I was telling you, I didn't know that anyone else knew of that song. Cause it's on like a RZA movie yep. soundtrack. So I didn't know anyone Love else knew shit. it. Facts. But um, obviously, I mean, it's just really exciting for me because I recognize songs like show me what you got in white dress, which are not a lot of people might not know that. Yeah. It's by Kanye and Jay-Z, but they're kind of more the obscure Kanye and Jay-Z songs. And you got a song like kick push, which is a classic hip-hop song so i was going to ask what your criteria was you know so far for picking these beats and are there any classic beats that you're really really itching to rap over i got some tuck but that's going to be for the next for the solo october uh okay but um the criteria is really me hearing a classic song again and feeling like I have to come hard. Like, mm. I feel like it's low key. I feel like it's low key a cultural thing in a sense because you think about every rapper who's on a big scale right now, they did that shit. Like, Lil Wayne had his mixtape run, rapping over everybody's shit, like when he rapped on Jay shit, mm. coming straight at him. Um, um, Show me what you got. I was going straight at Wayne, by the way. On some just because he was going straight at Jay. Like I was going, like I had a I bar in the end. I had a bar in the end that I didn't want to say, but it was like, um, it's how that shit go again? I don't even remember. Um, it was some shit. It was like, uh, because y'all coming after me. I like to the controller. There's no playing me. This shit really over. Word to your prodigy. Thank me later, but I'm just doing me. See, I know that's Drake. I know you're talking about Drake. Yeah, yeah. That's that's cold. So like that was yeah, but to, yeah, I'm just like I feel like it's a cultural thing where rappers who are very passionate and very like um, students of the game go crazy over it. Like I feel like you have to have that in your resume mm. by the time you get on. Like J Cole has rapped over Dead Presidents twice. Kendrick rapped over all the Wayne beats. Uh, 
Wayne did it to Jay. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel yeah, like Wayne does it. Thing. He drops a dedication mixtape like every year. Like he does it exactly everybody's stuff. Exactly. So um yeah, bruh. I just I feel like it's a it's a keeping the torch lit type of thing. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, like it the beat gotta just the, the song gotta speak to me when I hear it. Like show me what you got. When I heard it, I instantly said. I got to get on that. When I heard the kick, when I listened to Kick Push again for the first time in a while, I was like, I'm going to rap on this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? White just heard it. I'm going to rap on this type shit. So it's really just whatever speaks to me. And just if I come hard on it enough, then I'm going to put it out for the show October. I see. You know? I see. And you mentioned, you know, it's kind of a cultural thing. I also think it's kind of a cultural thing to kind of come at the best so i know you're if you're taking shots at wayne on show me what you got that's battle rap has been like part of this you know it's been part of rap since the the beginning i can think of countless different times where like someone took a beat and they dissed them on like obviously you know you got the Pac and biggie and nas and jay-z and the big ones but there's even the little lesser known ones yeah Yeah, i mean we could get into Pac later but um you know, it's the little ones too, like Mason Cam or um, Beanie Siegel and Jada Kiss, or it's just like that's just part of the culture as well. And just kind of, it's like, and the biggest example I could think is Kendrick's verse on Control, where it's like, this is I, I, I respect you as my peers and as my idols, but like at the same time, I'm really trying to be the king of this shit. Like man, I feel like Kendrick that's the didn't idea. Even diss nobody, bro. That's that that's what I'm saying. He, he exposed the game for mm-hmm. what it was. Like literally, like he did exactly because he didn't diss nobody. He just said, "Yo, I that's love exactly y'all." Exactly what I'm, I'm saying. I'm trying to go hard. I'm trying to be the best. And they all took it as, "Yo, is this nigga dissing me?" And it, even cool. people that wasn't even talked about on the track, like Joe Budden, even came out with a response. I'm like, bro, you weren't even on the Joe song. Joe Budden's face. Don't do Joe that because Joe Budden is one of my main. That's one of my main yeah. influences for this podcast. That nigga is so crazy, bro. He Joe is, Budden though. is crazy. He has one of the craziest pants ever, ever. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. Underrated, underrated lyrics. But um, anyway, but anyway, I was just about to say, I'm just saying, like that's like that's like part of the culture as well. And I I picked up on that when you just were talking to me about that. And the thank me later bar is very very slick. I didn't even pick up on that until you told me. Slick. But I knew, like, what's that? Nobody gonna really. It's, it's gonna, not like Wayne's gonna, gonna say though. something, but not yeah. right now. But once Wayne hears that later, yeah, he's gonna be like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably gonna laugh that off. That's just, that's okay. Wayne. That's Wayne. He's gonna be like, oh, who this is? You know, Wayne don't even be remembering shit. But I didn't know. Yeah, he was like, I don't even think. He even listens to rap like that anyway. I think he thought 21 Savage was a group. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Oh That's my so goodness. Weird. Uh let's talk about let's talk about Shmoney Mo. Uh oh that's, my your, God. that's your boy. Uh that's I feel like I always see Lodo B and Shmoney Mo names together yeah. on a track. So how did you guys connect initially and then how did you create the chemistry that the two of you have as artists? I got some knowledge to express. OP, that's an OG. We don't rap just to impress. We gon' demonstrate finesse. Ace in every single test. You can't tell me we ain't next. Money more, I need my check, nigga. Lloyd Dope, overpowered, overpunctuated. Gladly end up pussy, nigga, with an exclamation. Crazy how Jesus died on the cross. But you cross me, I cross my fingers. I swear to God, I won't kill you. I don't do well with my 
we was in we went to middle school together like after i left bradley i went to pima okay and like mo was always kind of like the homie that like mo was smart as shit in middle school he's still smart as shit but this nigga mm. was solid level smarter shit i'm talking he never got a b in middle school get ass <laughs> get ass i believe that. So i always admire him for the fact that he was just always very sharp with his work and really you know cared about his school and shit and like mo wasn't mo wasn't like a popular kid you know what i'm saying mm. like me like i i became the funny guy quick because i was new and i was like i was trying to make that was back i was young i was trying to get my name out in school yeah. but you know i kind of became a little kind of well-known type shit you know what i'm saying so mo tells me all the time he's like bro like you was so popular in middle school blah blah, blah this that and i'm like bro and then he was like but like when we got into our English class, we had English class in eighth grade. Like, we would clown around. We would be talking about, like, Naruto and shit like that. Like, just clowning, laughing, having a great time. And, like, that was my guy. Like, like real talk. And he was, like, he always tells me. He's, like, it's just so crazy. And I was always a blessing to him that, like, he felt like nobody really noticed him because he was slow in his books. But it was refreshing mm-hmm. to, you know, just lay back and share with a person and have a connection with him like that. So, from middle school, we've always been like, you know what I'm saying? We've always had a connection, yeah. but we, um, so Mo actually, bro, I don't think I've told him this statement verbatim, even though I feel he knows, but he high key got me like into rapping for real, for real. Like, cause Mo was like, I remember it was him, my boy Faisal, shout out Faisal, my boy Phil, shout out Phil. He used to produce all our shit. Um, they was in his basement or some shit rapping. And I remember they came to my class. Um, they came to my my teacher class, Mr. Bischoff. Shout out Mr. Bischoff. He actually looked like Mr. Bischoff. I don't know why I just keep that, but y'all look, y'all resemble each other. But uh, <laughs> Mr. Bischoff was like, yo, I heard y'all play the song. Y'all made a song or whatever. Played it, hear Mo and Fazer rapping. I'm like, yo, these niggas spitting. And I was like, bro. It ain't nothing for me to get back in there and spaz. So I was like, yo, Faisal, next time y'all link up, go. Uh, next time y'all go record, call me. So they called me. Mo was there. We chopped it up. We was making this one song. Um, And me and Mo just got into, like, a deep conversation. And we was just like, bro. Like, we just dead looked each other in the eyes and was like, we could do this shit, bro. Mm-hmm. But we was like, from then on, we did it. And ever since yeah. then, like, we just been like very like because the process of being a rapper gets tedious it gets complicated yeah. you know what i'm saying so like he's an ear for me i'm an ear for him and we kind of just built off of that and like just based off of our relationship we automatically had the chemistry so it wasn't nothing um and yeah i'm his i'm i'm his harsh ass a and r like he'll tell you like if some shit not hitting i'll just be like bro this is not it you got to i mean you don't want to be surrounded by yes men like you just got you got to be honest yeah and sometimes i'll be feeling like an asshole but he always tells me he respects it like i'm like i mean like i do it and want you to put out no trash shit bro but yeah he do the same (laughs) for me you know what i'm saying like that one joint we got the overpowered joint Mm -hmm. i made him rewrite his verse like three times and he made me re-record my shit like 10 so like it's just, yeah, that's my brother, man. We yeah, always keep cool, each other man. on our toes and remind mm-hmm. each other, like, remind each other just, like, what we're doing it for and 
and why we do it and not to get sidetracked by other bullshit. We tell each other what we need to hear at the times we need to hear. Yeah, yeah like, that's, that's good that brother, you, you guys both have somebody that could like, you know, you can hold him accountable. He can hold you accountable. And that's like your brother through and through. So that's something cool that I'm glad y'all have that because yeah, that's, that's not that's right. not a lot of genuine, you know, people out there type of thing. So, yeah, bro. oh, and shout out, shout out Mo because he did a lot like, when, when we first started this shit, Mo was a hothead. Like, he was trying to get his shit off immediately. And I was kind of like, mm -hmm. yo, calm down, get the craft down. But he was like, fuck it. But through him doing that, bro, he taught me so much shit that I wouldn't have known when I first started to get my feet wet that I would if yeah. he, like, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. He really taught me a lot about this shit just in terms of, like, marketing yourself and your brand and all that shit. Shout out, Mo, for real. Yeah, I'm gonna need Shmoney Mo to. I'm, I'm gonna need him to hit me up about marketing because I, I feel like I <laughs> drop the ball with marketing sometimes. So I might have to. He might have to hop on the pod too because that, that could be some valuable information. Too. Yeah, we can play off each other. Yeah. While we're on the topic of collabs, you know, do you have any criteria? Speaking of criteria, do you have any, you know, for letting somebody else onto your song or? On the same principle, do you have any criteria for deciding to like feature on somebody's song, or is it the same thing as like if I'm just feeling it, I'll hop on it or what? Yeah, if I'm feeling it, I'll hop on. I mean, bro, I'm I'm not hopping on no trash shit, bro. Like, if your joint is not hit, like yeah, like that's that's really the only criteria. For me. But if <laughs> that's I number like one. It, yeah, I I like it even if we don't make the same type shit. I'll I'll try to do something with a person. Um. With me though, like I'm so so like particular with my projects and how I like sequence the shit that I'm very specific with the features I want. So like on my shit, bro, like if we're not in the studio and we ain't make no shit that like I'm going crazy over, like I'ma usually reach out. I'll never take yo, let me feature on your shit. And I don't ask mm -hmm. to feature on nobody's shit either. I think mm -hmm. that just it destroys a certain energy. I don't know how to explain it, but like mm. it has to, all that shit got to happen organically somehow. Yeah. So, but I'm not strict with it at all. Like if I like it, we can do it. And if it turns mm. out right, that's great. If it don't, fuck it. Fuck it. Do you have like a dream collab? Like let's say five years from now, you're signed to um to Death Jam or whatever, and you have free reign. And you can you can have whoever you want on a song, dead or alive. I'm gonna say that's what I'm gonna say, dead or alive, just to make it more interesting. Could be a rapper, singer, producer. Is there anyone that like you definitely want to work with before it's said and done? Pharrell. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have had, I would have had Biggie do a hook for me. People sleep on Biggie's hooks. He has. A There's a lot of songs that people don't even know that he's on the hook, but. Like, uh, I'm um, thinking just off top, I know Crush On You by Lil' Kim. You know what and, I'm saying? Um, exactly. Been Around That's the exactly World, the mind. Puff and Mace song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's this song called um, Don Perry, uh, Perry On by Lil' Sean. It's some dude. He, uh, he didn't really have any relevance, but I just came mm -hmm. across it, and I liked how he was manipulating his voice on the hook. Like, it was like a background noise, but it was kind of like still getting used. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely have Biggie on the hook. I don't, bro, like, all my superheroes, like, that I would want to have on a track, I feel like we would be trying to do too much on it. <laughs> like, 
Mm. If I work with like a Kendrick or M or a Nas, like I just feel like we'd be trying to say too much, bro. Like I'd be right. like, all right, limit that shit, bro. Like calm down. Like, <laughs> I definitely love. I definitely love to get like a a graduation type Kanye. I love to work mm. with him. I already said Pharrell, right? Yes. I'm definitely working with Dr. Dre. That's no if, ands, or buts. I that's have a, to work that's with a Dr. Must. Dre. That's a must. Um, but I. I really, bro, I want to work with everybody. Like, I just like people who are passionate about, like, if you're passionate about this shit, I want to work with you, period. Mm-hmm. Um, SZA, I want to work with SZA. I think y'all would sound great together. I would love that. I would I, love, I'm no lie, bro. Like, bro, SZA, if you see this shit in two, three years, like, know that <laughs> I've been down for you. Like, ever since seventh grade, when you dropped, uh, it wasn't, I was about to say control. I was about to flop. When you dropped Z, I was already on you. Nobody even knew you. I used to think your name was SCA though, but still, like, yeah. I love you, girl. I love, I love her though. Like, I would let her have my. Like, nah. All right, but nah. Um, <laughs> nah, yeah, a lot of people feel I was, the same I way. Everybody, I would love yeah. to work with anybody who's just passionate. But Neptune for sure. I want to work with Brent. Brent is also a good, a great inspiration. That mm-hmm. like, when he first started coming up, I instantly was inspired by the way he harmonizes and the types yeah. of beats he hops on but mm-hmm. everybody i want to work with everybody i could go on and on and on and on and on bro. that's that but thing. i would that's definitely just... work with Pac. yo out yo if i if if i could work with Pac, i would have an album and Pac would have his own interlude where he just gets his whole voice in that bitch like might even go acapella with that motherfucker like mm. Pac, i mm. i can't i can't like Pac, man rest in peace Pac. Rest in peace, man. Pac, Big, all of them. Big L, like we said earlier. Everybody. Big Pun. There's too many. It's too many of them. It's way too many, bro. As I'm talking right now, bro, it's like, I be talking too goddamn much because there's so many things to say about so many people, bro. That's how exactly how I feel. And that's why I feel like we got a link whenever I come back to Charlotte because, like, we could just sit here for hours just talking about this shit. bro. Bro. Let me let me stop before I get ahead of myself. But anyway, so you have a handful of tracks, you know, that are SoundCloud exclusive. Obviously, there's ones that like obviously you can't put Lemon Pepper on streaming. You can't put Show Me What You Got on streaming. You can't put Kick Push on streaming. But there's also songs that you know are not that. So is it any reason why they haven't made the jump on the stream? You know, like Spotify and Apple Music, and will we ever see that in the future? Um, I think those songs were, for one, still me trying to, like, master rapping. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it wasn't to the best of my ability then. Like, even, like, even, like, a song like Time that I have on streaming services, bro, like, in hindsight, I wouldn't have even put that on streaming services. Like, I really want to, I really want to be selective with what everybody has access to to stream right. like on all platforms you know what right. i'm saying and then like if you want to dig and you want to see how i got to this point or how i did this then it's all there but in terms of streaming services i want it to be very like very specific uh, specific yeah very specific and very like where i'm at or what i was at at this time rather than a whole bunch of lucies like just dangling but yeah, SoundCloud, all my SoundCloud shit for the most part until Smoke Bro was 
just me trying to figure it out, honestly, mm. to be completely that's honest. Good. Well, that's good. That I mean, it shows that growth for real. And I'm glad you didn't keep that, take that shit down because I mean, like, not that it's not bad by any means, but it's just like I'm saying, it just shows the growth, especially when you compare growth, one of the recent ones to smoke. It's just exactly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I would hate for you to listen to smoke and then you go to some shit in 2018 and the whole mix off, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so you recently just teased the full length project, which I saw on Instagram it's all it's mixed and mastered it's ready to go so you know when can we expect that to drop and can we get a title is that something you want to keep in the tuck or I can't tell you none of that bro okay okay you okay. gotta finish for this till October first I'm excited so I can't though. even get a release date nah uh, I, I mean that. I'll tell you I'll, I'll you know what it's dropping next month I'll say that a little November, a little Thanksgiving release. Hey man, you never know. I like you that. Close to the, the streets. Mm-hmm. I, I close to the vest. I, I fuck with that. Um, so my top five, top five Lloyd OP songs. If I had to pick, because there are a lot of great songs, I had to pick no order. I'm gonna say smoke. Show me what you got, just because I, I connected with that because I knew that song. I didn't know anyone else knew it. But so smoke, show me what you got. Unconditional Love, Lemon Pepper, and Soul Hop is my five. Ooh, ooh, you was doing your research, I bro. told you. I do this. Soul I Hop, this. I hate the delivery on there, but I love what I was saying, bro. Pray to a God, to a lie, Jehovah, won't you cleanse me? Reasons for repentance. Lately, I've been asking for a prophecy. I can see your integrity being compromised for a nigga in some booty shorts. Niggas act like bitches anyway. I'm on a different wave. Stay from the land of stakes. Never with a 35. Never been the top. I gotta switch up on my OKC, my own Kimbo. OKC, nigga, mad love for the NC. I'm a Charlotte nigga. Question is, do y'all got me? And I love the beat, too. That was something that connected with that. Unconditional love and soul hop were the two... Um, that, that was the first for the Soul Hop program. I got to put it like in this. Okay, okay, okay. Like, that was the first one. That's my five, though. So, but now I'm going to put the ball in your court. What's your five? Bro, my top five is not out yet. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, I, okay, so I love... Uh, see, I don't even like smoke like that no more. But... um. I don't think I could ever get tired of smoke. That song is crazy. Yeah, I might bro. even, I'm about to hoop after this. I'm probably going to play that in the car, to be honest with That's, you. You hard for that. You hard for that. <laughs> I love that, though. I, I love performance smoke. And mm. I can't wait till I get a full, oh, my God. I have so much shit in store. But a lot of the, a lot of my favorites are unreleased, bro. And, like, bro, to be honest with you, like, to be completely honest, it changes so often. But one of my favorite songs that I've ever made, that, is like just a great time. It's not going to drop till like, because <laughs> this is the EP. I'm working on the, the yeah. album per se. So that's the album song. So okay. that's one of my favorites that people who people who know me have heard and love it. But like, I got to mm. hold on to it. But you're saving it for right. the album. It has to be right. And it has to, has to hit at the right moment. Mm-hmm. So what's coming oh, yeah. out next month is an EP, not an album. EP, eight track. I got you. I got you. Okay. Man, now I'm hyped. 
I, I hate when this happens. I feel like I always fan out when I'm talking to people on the show and then they're talking about, oh yeah, this is coming, this is coming. I feel like I'm letting the fan out of me. I gotta be objective as a journalist, <laughs> as a hip hop journalist, but I can't even can't even keep it to myself. But so other than you know, we got the EP coming next month for the soul October finishing up album coming tbd what else is next for lloyd op and i don't know honestly i'm just rapping just recording music bobbing uh researching the scene in charlotte um just having fun bro like there's no rush there's no rush at all to this like we have so much time and a lot of people a lot of my peers don't understand that we got so much time though Especially like us, like we're 20 years old, bro. Let's right. come on. Like, we have so much time. Jay was at 27, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And not even hot, but he was just getting his feet wet for real. So, right. Um, yeah, bro, it's so much time. And I'm excited, bro, but I really don't know what to expect. I really don't know what to expect. Just kind of going all. with the flow. Just kind of going with the flow, sharpening my pen so that like nobody that. could try me. I like that. I want somebody to randomly hop on like the street and try to battle me, bro. Uh, bro, no cocky, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I got some shit. Fuck. It's a problem. But yeah, I'm 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 excited for the journey. I'm learning to enjoy the process and I'm really big on gratitude and mm-hmm. understanding that like no matter how many people tap into you, at least people tapped into you. Cause if some people that people aren't tapping into so i'm grateful for it all and you know what i'm grateful i had you on the show man i'm i'm just grateful before it popped off like that i'm happy to say this is your first interview right yeah i'm happy to say that i was the first one to get on my show man and that's gonna be something soon it is exactly i'm Mm -hmm. super grateful because it's like you know you just do these things and you you hope people, you know, receive it and appreciate it for what mm-hmm. it is, but we're going to grind regardless. But I really Facts. appreciate you for, like, you know, reaching out, bro. I was like, damn, I'm stoked. This guy, you know. Fact, I mean, like, interest, so. real recognize real. You know what they say. So yeah, exactly. That's facts. So I just had to. But that's all I had. I mean, as far as questions, that's all I had. Is there anything that you wanted to, you know, wanted to add? Anything you wanted to comment on that I didn't bring up? Bro, shout out to everybody doing it especially in the city shout out to everybody in charlotte bro. Nice. like i like i'm i'm tapped in i'm trying to tap in like but we mm-hmm. can really make this shit great i believe like charlotte is going through a renaissance right now i agree and in a few years we're definitely going to be the pioneers of this shit like the people who was actually the start of it and that's big because you look at new york new york already got their pioneers of course. Uh, West Side already got their uh, pioneers. Atlanta already got their pioneers. Mm-hmm. So Detroit too. Pop, yeah, Detroit too. So when Charlotte pop, we get to be them pioneers if we play our cards right and if we just don't quit. So I'm I'm excited for it all. Like I'm so I'm so engulfed in this shit, man. Like we literally in the lab right now. Mm-hmm. I'm about to bless this nigga with the best verse of his life in a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, bro, we um we working, man. To everybody out there, just work and don't worry about all the other shit. Like, if you love it, man, everything gonna fall in place. Just do it because you love it, and that's it. You're gonna do it for, for nothing. The passion else. of it. For the passion, for the soul. Wow. 
I I can't think of a better way to end the episode right there. That's some motivation. I feel hungry now. More hungry than I already was. I, I can't think of a better way to sign this off. And we eating out here. Um, <laughs> well, Lloyd, man, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. This is definitely one of my favorite. I don't mean to say this on the air, but definitely one of my favorite interviews I've done thus far. No disrespect to everybody else, but this one was just this one was nah, just this different. This is fun, bro. We we was on some whole other shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do it again one day like soon. They, yeah, the hip hop gods is in this conversation right now. Like they just swirling they around and shit, they're so like, like they're like yeah yeah yeah. I feel it. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate that. Everyone watching, go follow Lloyd on all his different social medias. They'll be in the description. The songs that we're going to play in the episode will also be in the description. Go check out his SoundCloud, his streaming, all that good stuff. And of course, you know, if you're not following with us, then what are you what are you doing? You got to follow us. YouTube, where by the time this comes out, probably this episode will be on streaming as well. So we'll have it on Spotify and Apple oh, Podcasts nice. as well. So I'm working on that. I'm going to try to get that done this week, get everything set up. But listen to it everywhere. If you can, like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on all the different social media platforms. You know, this has been Mike, Rock the Mike Podcast, and we out. Mm-hmm.